This is the result of your words, day 35. It has been nine weeks since October 7th, and it has been five weeks since I started this series. Today is a little lighter than the past few days, not in terms of content, but in terms of quantity. Today's stories are pretty bad. I continue to hope that this series is making you think before you speak. So let's get started. A Muslim prayer room was vandalized in Paris. Does this article give the location? No. And I can't find another article talking about this either. A man set fire to the outside of Shalom Japan, a Jewish-Japanese fusion restaurant in Brooklyn. It is being investigated as a hate crime. And CARE is welcoming that and even made a press release about it. I bring this up because yesterday the director of CARE was found to have said that October 7th was a happy occasion. And since I started this series five weeks ago, I've never seen CARE in the Judenhass section of my research. So is this to make us forget yesterday? Maybe! Again, both CARE and ADL just need to do better. This is a nice start. Yes, this is faux news. No, I could not find it anywhere else. Spielberg's USC Shoah Foundation is going to record the accounts of the October 7th survivors. And it may become a new project for him. I mean, he did do Schindler's List after all. The board of Penn's Wharton School of Business demands that Penn president McGill resign. And two students have claimed that UPenn has violated the Civil Rights Act by not protecting Jewish students from Judenhaus on campus. In shocking news, the people who won't agree with them are the ACLU. Because according to the ACLU, the First Amendment protects speech no matter how offensive. I could have sworn hate speech wasn't protected. So that's fun. After someone espoused Judenhaus, the Lindwood Organ Council has changed public comment rules. Speakers now have to register 24 hours beforehand and give their full name and address before commenting remotely. In Olney, D.C., the menorah outside the synagogue was vandalized. Macron has condemned Israeli settler violence in a call with Bibi, and Bibi is finally doing something about it. In Monterey, California, a man targeted Muslim victims and vandalized their car while they were sitting in it. Chicago Public Safety Committee has passed a new hate crime ordinance. This will centralize reporting so it is easier to report a hate crime. And it's the first time they've changed or strengthened the hate crime ordinance in 30 years. A Toronto woman was arrested for damaging a car with a rock at a Jewish school. And of course, they no longer think it was motivated by hate. In Crown Heights, Brooklyn, a Jewish man was violently attacked. He's pretty banged up, but otherwise he's physically okay and a 20-year-old Jewish woman was kicked unconscious and robbed in London, to the point that the assailants gleefully wondered if she was dead. She did wake up without having to go to the hospital and is mostly okay. Physically, of course. In an address on Wednesday, the Pakistani Foreign Office called for India to safeguard minorities, especially Muslims. And if you've been watching this series, you know how bad Islamophobia is in India. On the 5th, Cobb County School District was added to the Department of Education probe into Judenhass and Islamophobia. And though there are no details, Cobb County is saying that it was tied to an Islamophobic incident. In Raipur, which is of course in India, Muslim voices insinuated that only Muslim-owned shops were being removed near Salem School. 
And by removed, it says bulldozed. Turns out the truth is it's all shops that were illegal, not just Muslim-owned. That's a whole different issue, but it's not an Islamophobic one. This article is wild. They still don't know who paid for the plane over Harvard to read Harvard hates Jews. But the owner of the plane and the head of Hillel don't think it was a Jewish organization because a lot of people thought it was a statement about what Harvard's done, but it might just be a statement of Judenhass. Thing is, as far as this article goes and the quote, the owner of the plane supports that. Unless I totally read this article wrong. As I said, wild. Former professor at University of Bristol tweeted that someone should blow up the venue that a Jewish labor meeting was taking place at. She apologized, but she's been stripped of her emeritus and honorary status. Yudinaz Graffiti was found in a high school in Montgomery County, Maryland. This article is, I think, attempting to show the Palestinian side of the story of what happened at Goldie. But first of all, it's not an article, it's an opinion piece. And it is filled with hate for Israelis. Going as far as to perpetuate the trope that all Israeli food is co-opted and cultural appropriation. As if almost every Mediterranean country doesn't have almost the exact same food or Mizrahi Jews haven't always been living in the region. It's really awful and I'm very disappointed in The Guardian for publishing it. There was a way to make this article respectful. This was not it. And finally, Baltimore City Council decided not to pass the resolution condemning Hamas, and their reasoning for it is just a mess. I'm really bad at making these videos short, huh? As usual, I hope you learned something, and I hope it makes you think about your own actions. to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.